The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Okay, Paul, we are recording. So, how are you doing? I, I'm doing pretty good. I am returning from a vacation to a tropical paradise, so I am in a great mood. I'm in a pretty good mood too. I'm wearing a, what I'd call a Hawaiian shirt, but I now know it's a Kari Moon Jawa shirt. Kari Moon Jawa shirt, yes. Yeah, yes. It's pretty dope. Uh, so we are in Japara. Where are we specifically, Paul? We are at the Japara bus terminal. Yeah, and it is not as grand. It has as... seen better days. Yeah, it probably has seen better days. It is not as grand as it once was, and it's not as grand as the Surabaya terminal. Um, Paul is another volunteer with our peaceful yet unnamed organization. What is your site, Paul? My site is Pangalengan. Pangalengan? Pangalengan. Pangalengan, okay. West Java. Okay, in, in uh, Jawa Barat, just like Nora. So I asked Nora about the differences between Jawa Timur and Jawa Barat, and she already mentioned the um, drinks tend to be sweetened here and less sweetened there. Very true. Very, yeah, very so true. if you order tea, and it's like the north and the south in the United States. In the north, if you order tea, it's regular. In the south, if you order tea, they say sweet tea. Sweet tea. And then if you say no, they'll be like, we, don't, we don't have that. Yeah, they'll be like, why? <laughs> uh, it's the same. What are some other differences? The tea's definitely true. And my theory, I could be totally wrong about this. Okay. It's just they grow a lot of tea in West Java, so there's kind of like a respect the leaf mentality going oh, on. Oh, okay. So um, they respect the leaf and don't pollute it with the sugar. Because coffee, they really pollute with sugar. But tea, something about bitter tea is just very okay. The, the default. It's the default. Okay. Um, cool. But there's a lot of differences. What else? I think for a person who hasn't spent time in Indonesia, it may, they might not be immediate, but if you spend a little time here, you will definitely notice some differences right off the bat. Um, one, the language. 70% of the population of West Java is Sundanese, and they speak Bahasa Sunda, which is not like Bahasa Jawa. Yeah. So I know next to no Bahasa Jawa. Uh, Paul is a better linguist than I, but I think he still struggles with Bahasa I, Sunda. I, look, I know little to none of Bahasa Sunda, too. Um, I, I can just greet people. Wait, Paul, a cat's walking by. See how that cat has a long tail? <laughs> it does. It's one of the first long-tailed cats we've seen in a long time. Most of the cat, and that's another one. There's two cats with fully functional long tails here, and we're blown away because most of the time when you see a cat here, its tail is stumpy or just gone? It's been chopped off. So you think it's been chopped off? I think it's been chopped off. Uh, why, why do you think the, the tails of cats are chopped off here? I agree with the angry ibu theory. Um, yeah, explain the angry ibu theory. The angry ibu theory 
is that you know cats i think i think they're kind of like pests yeah, anywhere. Um, like, like, for example, in Kalimanjawa, beautiful Kalimanjawa, there's a lot of fishermen, um, a lot of families who fish, and they leave their fish out in front of their houses to dry. And we walked by a house, and this cat was just going to town on all these dry fish. Was like, he? it was a buffet just for this one cat. Was, was just, he just eating he was just tons eating of it? all the fish. I can see why a cat would do that. So I would, my, my guess is that, you know, the angry Kalimanjawa ibus in spite of these cats to teach them a lesson chopped off their tails to say don't go near my fish don't go near my house stay away um and i, I don't know if it's been effective because you know cats they get over it i think yeah um, they look pretty chill they don't look too traumatized so well you were you were told this theory in kadiri right i was i was told this theory in kadiri by i think jess Oh, okay. So this is like third-hand information. This is third-hand knowledge. The Absolutely. theory that cats here lose their tails when an ibu chops them off. Uh-huh. Nelly thinks it's just like a different variety of cat with weird stubby tails, which is entirely possible. I, I do wonder if like cats think of cats with stubby tails differently than cats with long tails. Like, is there... If, if a cat with a short stub tail meets a cat with a long tail, is there like a power dynamic? Like, oh, you got your tail cut off. Like, yeah, cats seem to not only hate humans, but hate each other. They really so, hate each other here. So it seems like there would be a power struggle. Yeah. In the distance, you might hear uh, the call to prayer, I guess, to three o'clock prayer. I think it's Aser. It's for, I, I don't speak Arabic, but it's something like that. Yeah. So I guess that is a good segue into our topic, which is noises in Indonesia. Let's talk about some noises in Indonesia. Uh, Some noises that I have noticed, of course, is the call to prayer. Indonesia is a majority Muslim country. I think something like 95% of the Indonesians on Java uh, practice Islam. Yeah, Java definitely. And so, uh, mosques have loudspeakers that broadcast the call to prayer chant five times At a day. At least five times a day. At least five times well, a day. Well, the call, to, the call to prayer part is five times a day. They might broadcast other stuff as oh, well. Oh, okay. Okay. They might broadcast other stuff as well. And we have to be careful about what we say because a woman in Sumatra went to jail for two years because she went to the mosque next door to her house and asked them to turn down the call to prayer. It was too loud, apparently. Because it, it was too loud for her, and she was convicted of blasphemy. I I just wonder if they if they told her, like, we're going to call the police on the spot, or if they, they maybe said something to her that was like a very normal conversation, like, oh, like, we'll think about it. Um, and then the police showed up at her door. I, I'm very I, curious, like, I, what... I actually did a little bit of research on it, and I think this is actually what happened. Uh-huh. She went there, asked them to turn it down. I don't know if they did or not, but then the people who she talked to talked to other people, and the rumor mill started, uh-huh. and then it eventually turned into a Chinese Buddhist woman is trying to outlaw the call to prayer. So that's Ooh. how it spiraled into. And then there were many people who were outraged. She was convicted of blasphemy and I think is still in prison. The case is famous in part because some politicians, some relatively, I guess you could say, progressive or more multicultural 
politicians did not support her or they didn't publicly support her yeah out of fear or out of caution of you know the backlash out of the backlash out of some conservative backlash so yeah it's it's pretty intense Um, yeah so that being said the call to prayer here is usually very loud but i am totally okay with it and i support it Personally, 100%. I, you, you adapt very quickly. I do wonder if she like had some headache that inspired her to actually go to the mosque and inquire you, about how, it. How close are you to the mosque in your village? I'm not super close, but I am on the second floor of the house that I'm in. And it kind of like and at 4.30 in the morning, it'll just wake me up. Um, it's not aggressive. It's, like, it's soothing, to be honest. It really is. Um, but it still wakes me up sometimes. It does. Um, yeah, it's loud. It's loud. It definitely, yeah. And and just to be clear, listener, we have no problem with it whatsoever. If anything, turn it up. Music is very popular uh, in Indonesia. So whenever there's a wedding or a party or an I don't know what, people will rent just giant speakers taller maybe going up 20 feet just I, making a stack of speakers it's, a, it's like a statement i don't i don't know if those speakers are actually more capable of producing louder <laughs> volume i think it's really just a show off like mine's bigger than yours sort of yeah yeah it's not uncommon when you're biking down the road to just encounter like these sound waves pulsating boom, 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 like a yeah. super bass like, super bass yeah. you turn the corner and there's literally like a 15 foot high stack of speakers on its just, way just going somewhere or already set up and just blaring uh-huh. on the street in jombang they set them up on the street and just blare it at the street wow so that passers-by i guess can enjoy the music do they expect people to just kind of stop and start dancing in front? I never have. I've never seen that. I've never that, seen that. I do see people just kind of like sleeping in front of them and ignoring that, them. That's pretty incredible. Just the ambient noise level in Indonesia is much more usually than the United States, at least in my experience. Yeah, I would definitely agree. A lot of honking, kind of like a, a whirl. A, what's the word? Like I don't A whirr of motors? A whirl? It could be a whirl of motors. I don't even know. But just a constant sound, well, during the day. Yes. Of just motors. And night. Fireworks are very popular here. Especially during Ramadan. Especially during Ramadan. Also at my site, during all times. Do you live near like a fireworks factory or? No, no I live near kids who like fireworks. No, oh, pyromaniacs. Oh. <laughs> so it's not uncommon to just hear loud pops and back home in Mississippi, those would be gunshots. Guns, yeah. But here they're fireworks, which I guess is is better. Okay, so there's a lot of sounds in Indonesia. Those are sounds that things make. I want to talk about sounds that people make. In my school, there is a room where the teachers hang out called the Ruang Guru. Likewise, there is one of my schools. Okay. Uh-huh. And because in Indonesia, the students stay in one room all day, every day, and the teachers move around from class to class, and when the teachers aren't teaching, they hang out in the Ruang Guru. It is also, for me, usually a very loud place, and one of the louder things is sneezing. Sneezing, at least at my site, is an event. It is like a table-shaking event. 
you rear back your head, inhale, and then just go like, Have you also started using this, this sneezing this, technique? No, I don't, no, I don't, I don't, I don't. But sneezes are so loud here. What are the sneezes like in Jawa Barat? <laughs> this could be a nice shaman thing. I mean, maybe people sneeze. I just haven't really noticed. Before. Oh, dude, you there's you would notice. This. I, I, you know, you'd think you would notice an earthquake when it's happening, but I've slept through earthquakes before. Okay. So, so maybe I'm sleeping through these sneezes too. But um. Okay, that's fair. The sneezes here are really, really loud. And then no one says God bless you, so I get an you uncomfortable- You have to say it yourself. It's not, the onus is on yourself to bless yourself publicly in front of other people. You have to alhamdulillah yourself. Well, but I don't, I don't. I do it to other people. I just, I say God bless you, and then they say what? And I say, God bless you, and then they say- Oh, you include God. I don't even do that in America. I just, I just do bless oh, you. Oh, you say bless you? Yeah, yeah. I guess since it's more religious here, I yeah, say God true. bless I mean, you. I mean, they appreciate it, I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's also a lot of moaning in my Ruang Guru. There's some moaning in mine. mine. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who moans in yours? Usually the older male teachers. Mm, um, the older male teachers. At my school, it's a pair of older female teachers. There's no warning, and you'll just get a... And then the first couple times I had it... We're talking about moaning in the Ruang Guru. Oh, and yeah, there's moaning in my Ruang Guru. So. <laughs> okay, that's Nora. Like a lot of moaning. Yeah? Well, I guess she's joined. This is Nora's on the potisode now. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> so there's like a lot of, that's okay. We're talking about sounds in Indonesia. So there's a lot of moaning. Yeah, like when someone sneezes after they're done So sneezes season, are very loud there. Moan. Wait, wait, wait. You're in Jawa Barat too. Are sneezes loud there? Yeah, my Bapak's a big sneezer. I think my Bapak is a, is a quiet sneezer. I don't know. I, my Bapak is very good about using tissues and he'll like kind of quietly sneeze. Wow. It's really considerate of him. It is. In, in my Ruang Guru and any sneeze I've encountered in Jombang is just loud, violent, startling like I've been like is everyone okay after they sneeze and the moaning also startles me and made me stand up and be like is this person okay and no one batted an eye so what's the need to call an ambulance it's no not having a heart attack. it's just it's just it's just normal everyday just really moaning. loud grunting yeah expressing yourself somehow for yeah some reason what's the moaning like in your Ruang Guru who does it I uh, usually I don't know actually I, to be entirely honest, I don't know if Americans don't know. Really? Maybe I'm, yeah. I think we just, it's culturally different, you know? Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. We make, like, I'm, I'm thinking about my mom right now. Okay. And as she's gotten older, her sneezing has gotten louder. Uh-huh. I think maybe it's the same situation in my wrong group. Yeah. Like, usually middle-aged men are the loud sneezers. Yeah, that's fair. The guy I'm thinking of, Pac Pete and Pac Eddie, hi, if you're listening, your sneezes would tip the Richter scale. It's, I didn't know it was possible for people to sneeze that loud. Like Assistant Directed and want to support the show? Please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you do your listening. We already talked about how there's a lot of accepted ambient noise. Um, here's an example from my Ruang Guru. 
One time, the art teacher's cell phone alarm went off, and his cell phone was just on his desk, and he wasn't there uh, to, like, turn off the alarm. And it it went off for about an hour, yeah, yeah. and nobody batted an eye. It did not seem to phase anyone except for me. And I finally went over, and right as I was about to go turn it off, he came back and was like, oh, I guess it was time an hour ago to do what I was going to do. Was everyone else in the room older, and maybe they didn't re- understand how to turn off the No, alarm? everyone knows how to do a cell phone better than me at my side. Like, they're, all my teachers are they, good at yeah. cell phones. I'm sorry, how to do a cell phone? That's what I said. Okay, usually in English, I don't know if you know this, we say use a cell phone. Yeah, I mean, that's your dialect, and that's fair. But, yeah, everyone there knows how to do a cell phone. Some other noises I've noticed are, do you guys have those little carnival carts that kids get in and then they just go in a circle? Not at school. Not Not at school, not at school, but like in other, yeah, at the Pasar Malam. Are you talking about like the little Ferris wheel or like the train? The train. The train, yeah. Yeah. I encountered one of those one time, and the noise it made, sometimes they play jingles, sometimes they play, like, little songs. This one's advertising noise was just the car alarm that goes, (laughs) and it would just do that at a very loud volume over and over again. And the owner of it just sat next to it looking unconcerned, immune and unfazed. And he's like, I got to keep this noise on. If I don't keep it on, how will people people notice me? I feel like people have been conditioned to, I guess, ignore noises here. And then the noises get louder to get their attention. And then their ability to ignore gets louder. That might create a feedback cycle. Okay, any other thoughts about noises in Indonesia? Um, I do wonder if there is a fart or burp. Oh, that's another thing. That's another thing. We didn't talk about burping and farting. Oh my God. Okay. The most human noises. The most human noises ever. This is mission critical. Okay. Burping is not rude here. It's not, yeah. You can just burp willy-nilly, and it is fine. Nora, I wish she hadn't left, Nora's burps in her food. Hey, that's private information. Sorry, we'll cut that. Cut that, Cody. Um, do you really want us to cut that? I don't want to hear me talking trash. Do you think is one of the seven listeners to assistant directed? Okay, we'll cut that. Um, burping, no problem here. Also, farting? I think it's okay. I think it's just comical, just like anywhere. Yeah, um, it's pretty yeah. It's pretty funny. My host brother, my whole host family will just burp, no problem. The little one farts and everyone thinks it's funny, it's which cute. it is. Yeah, it's pretty it, cute. It, it is. But yeah. so, no, there's not, a, there's not a huge stigma attached to burping and farting. And when I first got here, I was offended because people were just burping at me. And uh, I guess I got over it. Things that are offensive here, drinking while standing up. Is that a thing in West Java? Yes, it is. Is it? Wow, I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm just completely looking back at my actions and thinking if walking while drinking. Oh, that's, I, I don't know. I know that drinking while standing is like a huge taboo. Uh, I've been told not to do that many times. Um, drinking with your left hand, sticking out your tongue, those are, those will get you, but just burp away. Okay, so that's, Paul's in shock now that he's realized that he's been drinking in a very rude manner for apparently the entirety of his service. So we're gonna leave it at that. He failed me. Yeah, we're gonna leave it at that for now, listeners. So, Paul, uh, you're about to go back to your site and I probably won't see you for maybe yeah, like a year. Yeah, maybe like a year. Okay, yeah. well, it's been good chatting with you, homie. It's been real, yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.